Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. You're what's good, folks. I appreciate you for tuning in to another episode of This A Podcast. This is the show where I, Mech Show, sit down with some of the most talented, hardworking, forward-thinking individuals that I know across all kinds of different industries. Um, I know people in music, arts, sciences, business. Um, I like to sit down with these people and just uh, get a really good understanding of how they got so good at what they do, how they maintain um, their skills, not even just maintain, but also improve upon their skills in their career and in their personal lives. Um, A little bit more about me. I am a content creator and I also run a family business uh, full time. Uh, Those are the two things that I do literally seven days a week. Um, 24 hours a day. So within that, I like to talk about a lot of business building, um, personal development, growth, things like that. Uh, So that's usually the scope or the frame of the conversation. But, you know, these things tend to go anywhere. Uh, As a content creator, I produce this podcast. I also produce a few other podcasts that you can find on itsnation.com and not just podcasts, web shows. We got something for everybody, man. If you're into sports, we got Sporty Life TV, web series hosted by my homies, Serge and Theo Kona, who are uh, football coaches at John F. Kennedy High School. We also have a podcast called The Final Third, hosted by my boy Phil Nana, who is also a head coach, but at uh, Montgomery College, he coaches the uh, he's the head coach of the women's soccer team there. We also got the Bounce Back podcast, hosted by my girl Maylise Middig. She is a yoga instructor, and her podcast is all about using yoga as a tool for um, resiliency and bouncing back. So she's talking to yoga instructors. She's talking to yogis. She's even talking to just everyday people who are committed to the yoga lifestyle. So that's dope. We got Live from the Back Seat hosted by my girl Simone Mitchum, um, another talented individual on the team. So yeah, man, we got a whole bunch of things going on on itsnation.com. So definitely check that out. And also, if you, yes, you listening, are interested in starting a podcast or have had ideas for a podcast but don't know where to start, uh, reach out to me, man. I'm always down to help people get their thing off the ground. Um, this a podcast at gmail.com. You can hit me there and we can, you know what I'm saying, definitely get the wheels in motion for all that. But um, yeah, definitely after this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Listen to this first and then go ahead and step on over to isnation.com and see what else we got going on over there. Got my guy Abdi on tap today. Appreciate you coming through, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate yeah, you, man. Um, looking forward to, you know what I'm saying, getting to know you better on this uh, conversation we're about to have. We've already got into it a little bit uh, with, the, with sure. the talks, but um Real quick before we get into it, let people know who you are and what you do. Absolutely, man. My name is Abdi. Uh, I'm a creative artist. Um, uh, you know, I've been creating art for about six years now. Started in about, I started oh fourteen, about mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, I started uh, just, you know, taking pictures on my phone. You know, what I mean, started just taking random pictures on my phone, landscape shots, portrait shots, and so on and so forth. Um, eventually, as that, um, you know, marinated, I started, you know. Um, thinking about getting into photography. So I blindly just bought, you know, equipment. 
Um, I didn't know what equipment I, I, I didn't know what I was doing for a majority of the part. You know, when you're starting a new journey, mm-hmm. you just don't know what you're doing. For sure. You know, so um, I made. So I, but that's the exciting thing about it, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, you tell me, like, at least for me, that was the exciting thing about it. It is an excitement, it. but then, like, when you're younger, you're not really thinking, like, when you're young, like, the money you're spending and the credit card. Yeah, yeah. Credit. You don't even think yeah, about it. you don't it. think yeah. about that. You're just thinking about it. You just want to get to the next step. You want to get to the next step. You want to, yeah. So, um, you know, I bought a Sony camera. Thankfully, I had two friends of mine who were photographers who kind of had my back. Okay. So I slightly kind of knew what I was doing with the equipment. But then, like, even in the beginning, man, I didn't even know how to work my camera. You know, I was just so, you know, I had ants in my pants pretty much. I got I got, I got, got it out the box. I didn't even read the user manual. I just started opening yeah, started yeah. flicking off and stuff. And you know, one thing led to another, a lot of time and practice and hard work and, you know, and then from there after, you know, I, I feel as if I solidified myself, you know, uh, in, in in regards to photography, I started uh, doing something different. I said, hey, you know, there are a lot of photographers out here. There are a lot of creatives out here who take pictures and stuff. I need to step out of this bubble. I need to be unique. I got to carry on my own message. So I needed to do that. So I was like, hey, you know, if I create my digital art pieces that paint pictures and messages, you know, um, it, it's going to it's going to make me different. You know, so I started getting into graphic design, uh, videography mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, just creative art in general um, from there. What what influenced that line of thinking that like you had to or that you were doing something that you felt like everybody else was doing? You had to kind of separate yourself. Man, um, for me, I felt, <clears throat> you know, obviously there's beauty in God's creation, mm-hmm. you know, and I've, I've always taken pride in, in, you know, portraying the beauty of God's creation. But one thing I always wanted to do was I had feelings, you know, I, I always have feelings and I always felt like, you know, creating art was kind of like, you know, how like some people write their emotions and that's how they kind of get through things. Mm-hmm. For me, escaping reality was creating art, you know what I mean? So sometimes, you know, I, there were, there would be every every piece of art has a dedicated feeling or emotion to it um every single landscape i drew you know every single sketch i've created they all have emotions behind it um i did a um <clears throat> an art show at vcu <clears throat> uh last year and i was talking about some of my pieces and what they meant to me and you know the, you know the, the, there was a piece uh where we had there was a, a wolf in new york in the middle of the night and you know there there are there are nights where you know i i i'm i, I work overnight you know i'm a, I'm a workaholic yeah, yeah you know so there are nights where i just don't i can't sleep and i'm just up it's me and my thoughts you know and and and, and every message has its own every picture has its own message behind it and that's what makes it so special to me with photography you know i enjoy photography you know but i feel as if you know what i'm saying i don't have that much flexibility i don't have I, you know, I'm not the master, you know, mm-hmm. I'm kind of the puppet, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel as if, you know, creative art makes me different because it, it introduces a lot of, you know, designs and features and so on and so forth. Because if anyone can snap a picture, it's yeah. not really that hard, yeah. but get behind a, a keyboard, uh, get behind a, a pen yeah. and start creating matte Start paintings. manipulating. You know, start things. making yeah. photo manipulations, start blending, yeah. cutting out things, working on the disposition and composition. And putting pieces together of art is a process. That in, it, in it of itself is art. You know what I mean? Bro, so I'm 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 following, I'm picking <laughs> up exactly what you're putting down, bro. You know what's crazy? Because mm-hmm. I, so I started off, um, I started off doing one medium too. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was mainly video for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, you know, you have a camera, so you might as well start taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, people would start asking me to take pictures for them. And I'm like, yeah, sure. But um, I definitely uh, resonate with that feeling of, like, having to do more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've recently got into, like, graphic designing and mm-hmm. um, incorporating different types of things into my videos. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, like I'm, I'm going crazy with Lightroom. I'm going crazy with Photoshop, whereas, like, I used to just only, like, do Premiere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's very... I, like, I really resonate with the, with, the, with, the, with the notion of anyone can take a picture. Anyone can, like, put a simple video together. It's like, how do you take the next step from a creative standpoint? That's kind mm-hmm. of like... I, I, I definitely hit that wall, too, myself, where it's like, okay, now I got to start... With I mean with the gra- like I'm going I'm going nuts not like I'm not like my graphic designs are crazy what mm-hmm. I mean by that is like as far as like how I'm learning and like what I'm trying to create I guess through like Photoshop and like all like I'm using like thirty layers on like on like one on like one art project whereas like I used to never do that you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's very interesting how uh, yeah I really resonate with that but um so when you go from when you go from grabbing your first camera, the Sony you said? Yeah, Sony. What, 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 what was like the next step? Like, what did you take that and do? Oh, the first day I got my camera, I broke it, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to tell you a story. So, yeah. uh, I was babysitting, you know what I mean? And I bought a camera. I didn't, um, I, I had the uh, the warranty on it. I had yeah. uh, Apple, I mean, not the Apple, the Best Buy, Best Buy yeah, Geek yeah. Squad Protection or whatever. So, my I went out and I took it for a spin. And, you know, I, I popped the lens in and stuff like that. And I was taking a picture by the pool of the young ones and stuff like that. I was, you know, just doing what I do on mm-hmm. the camera and, and, and it dropped in the water. Oh, damn. You, know you literally I mean? so, broke it. <laughs> so, it was, this is not like the stainless steel one. It's like one of the, the older models. Uh-huh. Right so, um, I mean, I think anything that gets submerged in water is going to get fucked up. Yeah, it got yeah. fucked up badly, bro. You know what I mean? So I took that. I got a new camera. Uh, I got a new camera. But the one thing I kind of do regret in the whole entire selection process is I realize it's not even about the camera. It's, it's about the lens. It's about that lens, oh, man. That's true. Yeah. Facts. The harder, the more dominant your lens is, the, the more quality you're going to get. You Facts. Know what I mean? And that's one thing that I realize in this game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, after I bought the camera, you know, I bought the lenses and stuff like that. But, you know, I was still getting, uh, I was still figuring out the whole entire ISO versus aperture you know what i mean and and, and 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 toggling between the two in the different shooting modes because you know there's automatic there's manual and stuff like that and i read somewhere that you know real photographers shoot in manual because they can control their setting yeah so i was first learning how to shoot in manual what is iso this what number is this you know what f-stop is that you know what i'm saying and i was just learning what the deal is with these cameras and you know as i submerged in more you know work i started learning how to you know what i'm saying adjust the scenes as i want you know, no, like I can literally go on a photo shoot and know what kind of content I'm looking for and I can nail it. Get it, yeah. You know what I mean? I think so, that's very important too. That's like, a lot of time. But it's, it's, no, facts. It's very interesting what you said about the uh, shooting in manual. So like I definitely remember uh, when I was learning, I definitely remember mm-hmm. uh, seeing all that type of content where it's like, yeah, like real fo- real photographer shooting manual. For sure. I tried it. Not even that I tried it. Like I still do it from time to time. But like sometimes I definitely just use auto because like it's just easier to like because because I'm a and honestly, honestly, and I don't I don't try to like put out of a side like I'm the best photographer, or like even the most knowledgeable. Like I'm really not. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just like to create. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I just really care about like capturing the image that I need to then take it back to my computer and edit it. You know what I mean? I like I I love the editing process more Absolutely. than I actually love the shooting process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um most of the time I just shoot an I just shoot an auto so that I can just like capture it, get mm-hmm. the you know what I'm saying, the the thing that I need and then take it back to my computer and edit it. But I found myself in manual like never knowing what I'm gonna get. Uh-huh. And I don't like that feeling of like, you know, pull up to a shoot and we're shooting for an hour and everything's a guess you know what i'm saying because like i I just didn't have that control over the camera and Mm -hmm. and i and i i'm still like i'm still striving for that but Mm -hmm. sometimes i feel like it takes um like it's just quicker to you know what i'm saying use Mm -hmm. auto and stuff like do you ever use auto or you're completely i i used to at first when i was beginning you know and to be honest, like even in the beginning pr- process, like what I was doing was I was taking pictures. And that's another thing I want to get into the, the whole entire, you know, uh, the people in the, the business part of it is also another. Let's get into it. Entire, I'm not, I don't think I'm hip to. Well, I mean, I create, I make, you know what I'm saying? And I get hired to shoot and stuff like that. Yeah, but, like, but for me, it was like I don't know if I'm in it. Yeah. In the beginning, like I used to use auto and this one, one customer who I was doing photography with, he was like, man, you really don't know what you're doing. Oh really? And I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Your heart dropped. Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm caught. The jig and is I was up. Like, yeah, man. I ain't, I, he said, bro, you ain't know what you're doing, bro. You got, give me that shit, man. He, he took my camera. Yeah. He's like, bro, look. And he just started helping me. He's like, look, mm-hmm. man, this is this is manual. You know, you gotta. He, and he taught me like ISO 125. You know, the certain ISOs you use for certain times of the day. And I took that advice. He still paid me. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. he, was, he was just an amazing customer. I was looking out. Yeah. But like for me. You know, starting off, I had I had a lot of difficulty getting support, bro. You know what I mean? That was that was the hardest part for me. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> my biggest thing was um, perfecting my content. So when the right set of eyes look at it, it's, it's a drop one. dead gorgeous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas some people are focused more on you know just you know getting it out there, getting it out there. To me, quality is 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 more than quantity. Mm-hmm. So I take like it takes me a month to create art. I never just zoom through artwork. Mm-hmm. It, it never happens like mm-hmm. that. So you know, it starts off week one. I'm uh, you know I'm gonna start looking at samples. You know what I mean? And when I start looking at some samples, I'm like, okay, I like what I'm seeing here. What can I take from these? And how can I twist the story in my own way? So I look for uh, stock photos. You know, I look for other photos on uh, pixels.com, squid.com and stuff like that. And I just merged those pieces of art together. So as, as my content started getting better, <clears throat> you know, uh, I, I got a shout out from Fox 5 DC. Oh, lit. Yeah. And then that's when my Instagram profile just kind of started jumping a lot. More. What was the shout out about? Uh, I took a picture of the monument with like, you know, what I mean, fall leaves and stuff like that. It was really oh, I saw that. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. So they gave me a shout out on that. And that's when my page started getting a lot more recognition. Mm-hmm. But like before that, I, I used to ask my friends, hey, repost, repost my artwork. You know what I mean? And Nope. <laughs> yeah. I got you, bro. I got you, bro. bro yeah. Love is love, bro. I yeah, got you. Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. I, I don't get the mention notification. Yeah. Like, Damn. That's one of my homies. Hey, bro. But when they need a photo shoot, it's, it's a different story. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Hey, bro, what you doing, bro? You, you trying to do a photo yeah, shoot? So for me, it was kind of like getting that respect and, you know what I'm saying, and in, 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 in the business part. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like <clears throat> for me now, I got my price. You know, because I know I know how much work mm-hmm. and how much dedication I put into this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The equipment, the cost of it, yeah. the time, and so on and so forth. So yeah. I judge, I, I base I base my prices on my time, mm-hmm. you know? And, and some people that I work with take offense to that, that this is how much I charge. Yeah. But they don't understand what- They don't understand what goes into yeah, it. Yeah, they don't understand. And, they don't, and it's not even like 
at the shoot. It's like the shoot is one part. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards is a whole nother part. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure, that's yeah. and usually that's more grueling. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So like, yeah, I, I charge hourly for everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Like everything that I do. Yeah, like it's always is- hourly because like you never, you, I hate when I, I used to give people a price and then it would take way longer than I anticipated because like they're nitpicking at things. The thing you know is, is like with me, I try to like be fair about it too. Oh, of course. You of know course. What I mean, like course, sometimes like I'm going to have a customer who's trying to do like a catalog of photos or a wedding for i'm gonna be at a wedding doing a photo shoot you know where i might charge somebody 400 for this amount of work for Mm -hmm, this long mm -hmm. and you know another person might not get the same price because they're not looking for as much pictures Mm -hmm, you know they just need 10 decent shots Mm -hmm. from a few different angles so like for me as i review the budget you know i review the price point of the work what's gonna be you know i take into account a lot of other things too like how much what equipment am i going to need if i'm gonna need my my landscape lens that's like a thousand five hundred dollars i'm gonna charge you more for that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like i i try to base it around being fair to the customer and being fair to myself yeah you know what i mean and not getting skimped on my work that's a fact yeah and yeah even till this day you know thankfully i have i have a lot more people who stand behind my work got genuine love and support for me but every now and then, man, I'll, I'll find, you know, one of my friends, <clears throat> he's a poet, his name is Alaku, he said, you know, it's uh, it's harder to get support from people who are closer to you, you know, because, 100%. you know, when you're, when you're closest, if you, the closest source to a light is usually blinded by it, you know what I mean? So, like, when you think of that, that, that piece, that art piece, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, when he said, what he said in that poem, it's like, that's true. I see it every day. Yeah, the people closest to you aren't the people who support you. No, you know what I'm saying that the people who are closest to you are are the ones who will take from you, but won't. That's what I'm about to say. I mean, they they might support through taking, but like exactly. Yeah, and that's a that's a, see, support to me is so like broad and such a general term. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I've always come to just appreciate any kind of love that anyone has to has to offer for what I'm doing. For you know sure. what I'm saying? So like I'm not I'm not the type of person that's like, uh, that's not the type of support I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. I'll take like like when it comes to support mm-hmm. or like whatever your definition of it is, mm-hmm. I'll take it how however you have to give it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But to your point, I see that all the time where it's like the people who are closest to you, they they know you so they don't like feel like they gotta like rally behind you the same way somebody who may not know you does you know what i'm saying it's like they watch yeah it's like they watch the ascension so it's like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like kiss your feet even though i'm not asking you to but i'm not gonna do that because like you like you're one of me you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and it'd be crazy to do that you know what i'm saying like that's the thing sometimes like it's not crazy that's like that's not crazy to tell your homies that you're that they're fucking good if they're good and exactly it's like kind of like sometimes like if you don't if you're not grounded in your work and you're not really focused that kind of stuff could you know what i'm saying it could get to you it can get to you you know sometimes people get it get to me i I had people in my dms bro saying man your work is not real it's it's fantasy Mm -hmm. i don't i can't respect your shit Mm -hmm. i'm like what like, you know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes it gets to me. You've you had know? people say that your work yeah, isn't I had, real? Yeah, like, I had. I had a because few, you, like, you because kind of like, manipulate like, stuff? Like, yeah, like, my art, like, one, one person was like, yeah, I, I, I love your work. Mm-hmm. But then I, went, I had a few people say, like, hey, I love your work, but it's not as realistic, you know? 
and and, and basically like a painting saying, isn't realistic like yeah, yeah, yeah like like, like art is in many forms yeah. music could be a form of art you yeah know no I mean? it is a form fashion of art. Is a form <laughs> of art. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like to me it's like i'm not really like i know what i'm trying to get at and i know yeah. the message and I, I i know what i'm trying to mobilize you know what i mean so I'm, i don't care about this person this random person that's in my dms talking about some hey mm-hmm. you know what you should do this and that yeah. i don't care you know if you tell me you should well maybe you should do this too yeah, you know what i'm saying like for me, I don't, I don't, I don't take it like to heart. But like, I get, I get comments every now and then. Hey, bro, like you should look into doing realistic photography. Mm-hmm. So every now and then, I kind of mix the both. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I put a combination of both on my page, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. start doing that a lot more. Like I'm a for every, you know what I'm saying? Regular shot I get, I'm, I'm gonna back it up with some creative. Yeah, work, yeah, I know? definitely see like, that vibe on you. Because what's interesting is like I definitely get that vibe from your work already, or at least exactly. from what I've seen it. Where it's like you can tell that you've manipulated something for the purpose of like making it more artistic. Not exactly. for like, like I don't even like I don't even know what to say when someone says something like that. But but you made a good point about like being rooted in your work. When you're rooted in your work and like what you're doing, you don't really have time to like be reacting to what everybody's got to say because everybody's got an opinion. And and I'm a be- I'm a believer in like I take in all this hate, bro. This, it's I like soak it up. Soak it's it like up. it's like you know what I'm saying. Like your job is to watch what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But like my job is to do what you're watching. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. it's like. I don't I don't necessarily need your opinion to keep doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's mm. like I'ma do what I'ma do. You can watch it or you cannot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if you have something to say about it, you can. But like I'm just gonna continue to do what I'm doing. For sure. Right now what I'm trying to do is I'm I'm trying to take my my work to a different level. You know, I'm trying to, I'm gonna start incorporating graphic designs and mm-hmm. a lot more matte paintings and and, 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 and and to that person, you know, who might see this on Instagram. You know, my work is only going to become more creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it's just only going to get better and better. You know, um, I had I, I actually did have a few people come into my DMs talking about some, hey, man, I really enjoy watching your work. My, mm-hmm. my kids look at it, too. You know, I did some some guy. I, remember, I forget it was some time ago. Some guy said in my DMs talking. Uh, he was like, hey, man, uh, my kids look at your work. You know, I'm, I show my wife and we really love what you do. You know, keep going. Yeah, you know, that's, and that's, that's inspiration. Like people I have never like, man, it's crazy what kind of love you get from people when you but you outsiders. don't know yeah, yeah. no bro that's the and goes back to your homie's poem like that's i i've I found that to be true dog like mm-hmm. you, you get a lot of and again because i have such a broad term for support or a broad definition of what support is mm-hmm. i don't get offended by like the people that are close to me that don't like you know blatantly say like mech i love what you're doing i don't get offended by that it's cool like like it's completely cool you know what i'm saying because like i have i have homies that still like hire me to like do stuff for them or like you know what i'm saying inquire about like getting work done so like i'll take that support any day too you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. like i can't understate how like sometimes it feels good when you know you you get a random comment about how dope your work is and it's from someone you don't even know and someone you don't even know was watching you know what mm-hmm. i mean that's super interesting yeah um, right now yeah what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to trying to move my artwork into i'm trying to sell it now mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now we're what i'm trying to do i'm, I've, I'm partnering up with a wall 26 a home decor company mm-hmm. um sometime soon hopefully to kind of start making frames and printing my artwork that'd be hard and i'm gonna be selling them yeah so right now we got a few i got some few things right now um in my back pocket that i'm working on that you know i got coming up but yeah i'm gonna be selling frames real soon and you know and it's time to Double up on this money, man. Super, that's yeah, super get, dope. Get yeah. further deeper into this bag. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah for sure. Um, yeah, like, to I was telling a homie the other day, like, for me, it's super important to make money just so that I can continue to do what I'm trying to do because, like, people don't realize, like, how much shit, like, this shit costs. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it costs a lot of money. And 
like once it's yeah like it costs a lot of money to buy these cameras buy these programs to like edit and stuff like Mm -hmm. on like all this shit costs you know what i'm saying but it's but it's like and and i'm not i i i i I like to pay for it it's not that's not the issue it's just Mm -hmm. a matter of like yeah like sometimes the compensation isn't because because it's it's creative work people don't people don't uh like value the price that you put on it like they might value the work but they can't fathom the price that you put on it you know mm-hmm. what i mean because again they don't know like everything that goes into it but i wanted to ask you um how long you been doing this man i've been doing this for about 6 years oh uh, damn so you started like in your teens um started when i was 19 about yeah maybe 20 no that's, 19 that's interesting I oh um something i like to ask people sometimes is mm-hmm. uh when you were young like what did you think you were going to be when you grew up Oh man! Wanna... <laughs> you got excited. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I had wild dreams. Really? Man. Yeah, some rated R stuff. Really? Yeah, I was a crazy kid back yeah. in the day. But now, uh, uh, now I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to be a police when I was a kid. We all wanted to be yeah the, superhero uh, type yeah, stuff. Yeah, I wanted to be superhero. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a doctor. Um, but as I grew older, when I was nineteen, I got more into tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I work for the USDA and I'm a developer. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, and I code a lot. Um. You know, and, and and I'm just really passionate, man. Uh, I'm really happy. Um, you know, I'm not really in the best state of mind right now, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm just I'm just happy, man. I'm just rooted in myself right now, uh, working really hard. You know, what I mean, uh, I got brothers and sisters and, and people from different communities that got genuine love for me, that support yeah. me. You know, that stand behind my artwork, that stand behind me, and my principles and my values. You know, what I'm saying so. That that's love, man. So, yeah, I, I, I want to bro. touch on that developing thing just a, a second. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, go ahead. How how has that contributed to the art, or like how has oh, yeah, like because I feel oh, like oh. I feel like could, when when you when I hear coding and stuff like that, I feel like that's something that I am always that's frustrating, like, bro. Coding, like, coding like, is it, man? I want to drill a hole in my computer sometimes. Why, bro? Because it's like kind of like what you was taught. Like, you know, like when there's so many ways of doing the same thing, okay. but one way is more effective than the other, but then you don't know till you try it. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, who decides up. which way is the most effective? Is yeah, there like, a, it, is there a code for coding? Like? Uh, no, nah, it's kind of like, it's conceptual and it's perception too. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like working out your brain. Like, you know, like, hey, um, you know, code is read uh, up and down, left to, left to right, just like math. You know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, I'll get stuck in, hey, well, you know, where should I loop? You know, where should where should my conditional statements be? You kind of get lost in the control flow of the program sometimes. Or sometimes you could be doing something. You know, there's efficient and effective code. Like, you can write, you know, pages of code. But an effective coder is someone who can reduce that and still get the job done. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So so trying to get the job done alone is a headache. But imagine trying to be effective with it, too. Yeah. That's like, that's tough. Yeah. That's very tough. And nothing grinds my gears. Like, I have a love-hate relationship with what I do. Really? Yeah. Uh, you, but I enjoy yeah. it. Because I yeah. get a kick out of it, man. I'd, I'd rather do that than sit around, and, you know what I'm saying, and just not do something I don't like. Facts. Like, what the I thing do is, you, your, up. your brain got to be exercised, dog. Absolutely. Like, it For has sure. to be exercised. And, like, listening to you talk about coding is, like, how I view making videos like mm-hmm. there is a there's a creativity to it but there's also like a functionality to it and efficient inefficiency to it mm-hmm. there's like a way that you know certain people will say it's supposed to be done i think my i think my um my uh kind of my benefit thus far has been the fact that i've taught myself how to do all this stuff mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like i don't know the traditional ways of doing things so i th- but i think that's been like to my help you know what i mean mm-hmm. whereas like i might try some things that other people wouldn't dare try just not because like i'm 
bold but it's because like i don't know the the, the right way you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so when i'm listening to you talk about coding it's like it seems very similar in the sense that it's um there's a creative aspect to it but there's like a efficiency to it so mm-hmm. like that's the exercise that your brain does like i i think we don't exercise our brains enough yeah. you know what i mean like i think people be looking for the well what's the easiest way to get this done what's the quickest way to get this done or like like, I just want this to be done. You know what I'm saying? But they don't enjoy the process of, like, working on things. Like, I really love the process of working on stuff. Mm-hmm. It sounds really weird, but, like, that's when I'm, like, feeling the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when I'm, like, in my groove. Like, Absolutely. like when I, I, I was telling you earlier, like, when I was, like, dealing with, like, heartbreak and emotions and, like, depression mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like, what got me out of that was, like, using, like, exercising my brain, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, literally making, like, when when I didn't know how to make any videos, I spent time lear- literally learning from baby step one to baby step two how to, like, put a video together, what, what um, elements are in a good video, like, how to tell mm-hmm. a story, all this type of shit, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it was... Like, I enjoyed the process of it. I never was like, oh, I just want to get this video done. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that, that was a point in time in my life where I, I would take months to work on vi- on one video just because I wanted to keep adding different aspects and I wanted to keep learning how to do... Di- I might be watching something on TV, see something that's interesting and go on YouTube and be like, how did they do this in this? You know what I mean? Mm. And then try to incorporate that into the video that I was currently working on. Sure. So. Yeah, man, exercising the brain is really important to me. You know what I mean? Absolutely, you know, and and that's and that's where it kind of gets tough. Like sometimes, you know what I'm saying? When you kind of going through it, you know, it gets it, it gets tough. Like even sometimes, like your mind I'll get, wanders type shit. You no, know, like sometimes I'll, I'll I'll be creating some art and you know I'm a, I'm gonna remember the story behind this art, like oh, you know the yeah. reason why I'm creating it. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, the time and the place I was back then and what is it referencing? Because a lot of these pieces, man, like when I when I get my friends and I put them on my wall. I'm going to look at these pieces and I'm going to be like, man, these all represent a moment in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's always going to be there. And these are memories and thoughts that are always going to reside in me regardless of where I go. So mm-hmm. these 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 pieces are like my way of like like my like my contributions. Like, you know what I'm saying? When people yeah. look at this and be like, this guy was going through something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I was at with it. Nah, I feel that. I feel that. But um, um, the batteries are there, but it's it's good. It's good. It just it just cut off. Um, nah, yeah, I feel that. And I think that. <clears throat> oh, I also I want to ask you too. When you were young, like who were you most influenced by? Can you think about who you looked up to the most or anything like that? I did look up to that guy right there, Ali. Ali. Yeah, that's my dog. Yeah, he was a. Uh... Man, I got I with regards to that man, I got a lot of people I look up to. Yeah. Right now, you know, I'm a Muslim, so first mm-hmm. and foremost, I, I look up to people in my religion. I look mm-hmm. up to my prophet, the stories of the stories of the prophets and so on and so forth. But growing up, you know, people like here's the thing though, I, I can only look up to people I can relate to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people who who represent what I'm going through in a way. You know, Muhammad Ali, you know, facing backlash, you know what I'm saying, from people joining the nation of islam in a time where black people were hated you know in a time of racism you know he put everything on the line he put his money on the line yeah. to represent a religion Facts. he stood behind malcolm x mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying 
and he 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 went through every emotion to pursue what he's doing, bro. He was defeated by Sonny Liston before. He was knocked out by Joe Frazier. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of people doubting him. He his story represents rising through the mud. Yes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people Nipsey rising, Hussle. falling, and rising again. Yeah, Nipsey yeah. Hustle, same thing to me. His, yes. his deal, his uh, partnership with Puma, his partnership with uh, Atlantic Records. You know. The, the story behind that, you know, sticking to your gun, sticking to your script, knowing what you bring to the table, you know what I mean? Those are all things that are important values, you know what I'm saying? Those are things I look at and I'm like, damn, man, that's that's crazy, you know what I'm saying? That's resilience to me. Mm -hmm. So I look up to a lot of people, you know, Nipsey Hussle, Muhammad Ali, uh, Malcolm X, um, let me think here, uh, Kobe. Kobe. Big Kobe fan going yeah. Mamba mentality. Um, Derek Rose. Um, Derrick Rose I, is I another. Derrick Rose is another is another animal, and bro, like uh, there's a, there's a theme with the people that you're talking about, bro. Mm -hmm. Like definitely, there is definitely a theme as far as like rising, falling, and rising again. You know what Absolutely. I mean? But he's, there's something to that, bro. Like he's thirty, still playing basketball. <clears throat> thirty, like. still playing basketball, and niggas thought he was done after the first knee injury, bro. And even like now, he, he blows through the basket quick, bro. Man, he's like, like, but the thing is, he's like still killing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you'll still like. I think I saw randomly one time when he had like a fifty point game, or yeah, like when he was well, playing like on the Timberwolves or something. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Minnesota. but it's like it's like crazy because like one. I just love stuff like that where it's mm -hmm. like you know like there's a dog in there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. like like there's a dog in there. And even even um even when I saw uh remember when Tiger Woods just won a Masters recently? Mm -hmm. Like things like that like really get me pumped, bro, because it's like when you see someone is at the top for whatever reason they fall. Mhm. Mm because that's where that's where like a true champion is made mm -hmm. i guess it sounds super corny but like to because the thing is like some in this in this world that we live in it's very possible to accidentally get up there <laughs> you know, it's very mm -hmm. possible to like stumble mm -hmm. to the top mm -hmm. you know what i mean and in anything you know what all i mean all these guys too like you got to understand a lot of these guys they didn't have uh, uh, like Nipsey Hussle, he didn't have somebody who was in the industry. Who, no, yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like it, all these people had easy routes. That's nah, not what I'm saying stairs. at all. They ain't take no elevators. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hard to get where they Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So the thing mind. about that that I find very like interesting is that like one, you work your ass off to get there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Circumstances, whether they're in your control or outside of your control or whatever, like circumstances happen where like you're tested, you're mm -hmm. knocked back down. You know what I mean? Um, and then that's a 100% the time when people start to turn on you. Like everybody who loved you when you were at the top mm -hmm. starts to like count you out, talk mm -hmm. shit about you, whatever the fucking case may be. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They start to hate on you. But like that's when you that's when you kind of determine who really has it. You know what I'm saying? Because like if you get up there again, then you know like that shit wasn't fluke the first time. And mm -hmm. like that's really what you're made out of. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I think sure. about it. I think about... Um, I had heard this is on, this is only on the top of my brain because the other day I had heard somebody talking about how um when you know someone who who there's two situations you have someone who like makes a lot of money they for whatever reason go broke and then they um make that money again or you have kind of like we talked about earlier you have lottery winners who like don't have money they somehow come up with money and then they lose all of it you know what I'm saying it's like to me there's something there's something in that mentality of like being able to like ascend yourself, like uh -huh. work hard into ascension, mm -hmm. fall, and then 
rise back up again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I find that really interesting. You know, for me, like one thing I think about a lot, even in my religion and and, and how I was raised, bro, it's kind of like you have a purpose for your life here. You know what I mean? And you're here for a moment. You're literally here for a moment. Mm -hmm. And when that day comes and it's your time to go, you need to be able to look back and reflect on your life and look back at it. It's like, okay, I gave it everything I got. I emptied myself while I was on this planet. Mm -hmm. And now there's nothing left to contribute. And my existence is now irrelevant. You need to have that level of comfort in what you've done. So I look at life, man, like, what, you know, where where can I start and build my legacy? Man, I, was, I just came back from LA, bro. Mm -hmm. I'll be real with you, bro. Like, man, I was, I was in tears, bro. Bro, LA is a Yellow. tough place to be, bro. Yeah, Nipsey yeah. and Kobe. Like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even, like, over Nipsey Hussle dying when Kobe died. And that, like, yeah. floored me, bro. I kind of want to talk about that because I haven't, I don't mm -hmm. think I've had a conversation about that since that happened. You know what's crazy, like, though? Go ahead. Everywhere you go is yellow purple and blue mm -hmm. and you look at two people who are so powerful in their communities and their grind and, and and just look look at them now bro like you know not a lot of people there are a lot of innocent people who died in that helicopter that don't get the recognition that kobe got mm -hmm. that's very unfair in a lot of ways they matter too because mm -hmm. they're human beings mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you know kobe gets that attention and it's not even about like the whole entire you know, it's it's what is your existence? What is your work? Mm -hmm. What is your process in your and what you're passionate about? How is it influencing influencing and impacting people in your community? Yeah, the young ones that are going to come after you. You know, the people who are your friends. How is your work ethic? How is your grind? How is what you got going on going to help others? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's one thing that Kobe and Nipsey left with us. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. growing up as a kid, man, we shooting these jump shots in the trash can. Yeah, we screaming Kobe. We're not screaming LeBron. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously LeBron is his own goat. A hundred percent, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? But like growing up as but a it's kid, like Kobe had an influence, and it's even yeah. yeah. Go ahead. And it's that influence too. You like when you? I'm pretty sure you know. I'm a big fan of you. you want to live how you you want to be remembered. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I go, man, I want to be remembered as a man with many hats. Mm -hmm. A guy who was, you know, ready, willing to put everything on the line and pursue what he's doing. A man mm -hmm. who was ready to go through every single emotion in suit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's nice. that's just me. That's the kind of mentality I have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's everything I everything in my life, bro. Everything in my life, I bring that into it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that mindset of, hey, you know what? You know, the aggressive finish first. The aggressive finish 100%, 100%. first. 100%. Man, it's a, it college, is about being bro, aggressive. Yeah, when I was in college, bro, I was grinding the books, bro. I, been, I, I was on my shit. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I finished first. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My grades were stellar. And that's just life. It's, it's, it's about who's who's willing to... Man, you got to take the stance. You're willing to die behind what you believe in. Bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's something I learned when I when I, when I watch Nipsey's interviews and stuff like that. That's something I pick up on. And I'm like, man, how how passionate do you have to be to be willing to sacrifice your entire existence behind what you do? Yeah. I read somewhere, man, when he got shot, he said, man, you shot me. You got me. Yeah, man, yeah. If I got said shot, I'd be, I'd be crawling, man. Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah. I want to live. So you got me, bro. You know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. bro? Like, you got to, like, look at, like, how, like... I don't know, and that that comes back to the mindset of abundance, bro. Yeah, you know I, I I want to touch on the um on the Kobe and the Nipsey thing, bro, because, mm. like you said, mm. influence. Um, there were other people that died on that helicopter. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And they are important people. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm sure the people that are that know them. Mm -hmm. are like mourning and celebrating them the same way the whole world is like mourning and celebrating Kobe. The reason the whole world is mourning and celebrating Kobe mm -hmm. and not those people is because like we just don't know those people the same way we know Kobe. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like we know 
what he stood for. Like we know, like you you know what he stood for, bro. Mm-hmm. You, you know why. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga talked about it all the time, bro. Like we have a whole mindset named after him. You know what I'm saying? Or like crazy. after his way if of thinking. If you know basketball, if you know what a basketball is, you know who Kobe was. Yeah. Even if you don't, bro. Like the the day that I learned, I was uh the the day that Kobe Bryant died, I was recording a podcast with one of my friends who's a yoga instructor. She 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 told me like mid conversation Kobe Bryant had passed and literally said like I don't know much about him I don't know much about basketball but I know like who he is I know like what he's about you know what I'm saying I was at a coffee shop when I heard it. I was at, I was at Starbucks I was yeah. ordering a white mocha and one of the one of the the, the cashier uh, was looking at her her phone while I was ordering and she's like oh Kobe died Kobe died and like everybody's like what. Everybody you know in the coffee saying? shop? Yeah, everybody at the coffee shop is like, Kobe died? Kobe died? It's just like a smaller Starbucks yeah, right yeah, yeah. My, in my neighborhood. And I'm like, man, like the guy who was saying that was a middle, was, he was a middle-aged person. Like, and he didn't, he didn't look like he knew anything about basketball, mm-hmm. but he knew who Kobe Everybody was. Everybody knows who Kobe we is. We all know. Like, like, when we think of art, we know who Leonardo da Vinci is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bro? Yeah. Like, we, we know a lot of these people. Like, you need to be in the Mount Rushmore of what you're doing. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, you got to, like, in basketball, our Mount Rushmore is Michael Jordan, Kobe. Irving, you know LeBron James, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you need to be the you need to be in the Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. of your category. You know, so you got to be killing what you're doing. It's and it's it's um, again just to touch on like the. I remember I was in Nigeria over Christmas time and saw a mural of Nipsey Hustle. I went into a random restaurant in Nigeria and and saw a mural of Nipsey Hustle in that joint. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like again, just to touch on. The reason, like, why do we care so much about these people? It's because, like, we know what they stand for and we know, like, like what they're willing to do behind that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because the thing is, man, like, so many people talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, so many people talk about what they stand for and what they mm-hmm. care about. And, like, these people, it's in their actions, dog. Like, you can't look. You can't hear Kobe Bryant talk and then not believe what he's saying because we watched it play out on the basketball court, dog. Mm. We watched him, you know what I'm saying, do crazy thing after crazy thing as far as, like, feats, like, score 81 points and, like, that whole string of points. games, are, are 8, 60, and his last yeah. game ever, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> 60 points in his retirement game and fucking, fucking uh, shoot a free throw with fucking torn Achilles, you know what I'm saying, all kinds of, like, things that we were like, damn, like, this nigga is really, like, not like the rest of them. You know what I'm saying? And actually, I remember listening to a Kobe Bryant interview and he said something so interesting, bro. He was saying how like he he was so determined and like ready to like work really, really hard, right? Mm-hmm. And when he got to the league, he was looking around and realized that like people don't really just, they don't just work that hard you know what i'm saying like he was like he said he was kind of like surprised that like people don't really work as hard as you would think they would you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's something that i see like all the time but you know when we're living in everyday life kind of like everybody's regular when we see people in the nba we expect okay well all of them are professionals and all of them are you know extraordinary but not like they're they're a subset just like how you know like any other industry is a subset so like those people like they're they're in a, they're a community in themselves, you know what I'm saying? So you're gonna have the people who are the overachievers. You're gonna have the people that are the underachievers. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have the people that are just regular. You know what I'm saying? Or just in mm-hmm. the middle. So like to to hear Kobe say like he when he looked around and realized that people aren't just working that hard, it was like kind of eye opening for me because I because I'd be thinking about how like am I working hard enough or like things like that. You know what I'm saying? But 
you're, you'll be made to believe that you're working too hard when like in my head i'd be like i'm not working hard enough you know what i'm saying That's like crazy. regular folks will make you believe that you're doing too much or you care too much and it's like no i just i just carry no, like you know i just care a lot you know what i mean yeah one of my friends sent me a video on youtube talking about grinding and he said man if you think you're if you think you're putting in uh 100% of your grind every day you're lying to yourself point blank period and i'm like what what are you what are you saying and he makes an interesting point in this talk he was like man think of when you're working out you know what i'm saying if you're at 100% of what you're doing right would there be any room like would you like you know what i'm saying if you're going to the max like right now when you work out you go to the max there's like no like you're not taking any breaks mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like right now if you work out and your muscles are exhausted you can keep working out all day, but there's a, a place where you stop. And yeah. so long as that there's a place that you stop, you haven't, you know what I'm saying? There's there's so much room to mm -hmm. fill. And I, I thought of that in retrospective, man, and I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Like, when you think of it, like, you feel you feel like you're doing the best, but you're really not. Yeah. And that's like, you know. There's always room for more. There's always room for more. And I think that's always. what people like Kobe and, you know what I'm saying, there's... and. He's obviously a goat in his own right, but there are other people who spread that message of like, there's room for more, there's room to work harder and stuff like that. It's but it's but it really boils down to what you want, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, you don't have to do none of this, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's you don't have to do any of this. It's like, what do you want out of life? You know what I'm saying? So like, if you want to maximize life and you want to maximize your opportunities, then you have to like live that. You have to like walk that talk. You know what I'm saying? You have to actually put that work in. Otherwise, you're just going to be kind of like some one of those people who just talks about it, and mm -hmm. like no one respects the mm -hmm. people that just talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. that's why we have so much like, bro. Like you don't even have to care about a basketball to like, ha and it's not even just like knowing who Kobe is. It's like actual admiration for the guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? People who don't know the sport actually admire the guy, and like mm -hmm. were sobbing. You know what I'm saying when he was gone. You know what I'm saying and Nipsey also the same way. Like I definitely, those were two people that I definitely cried when like I found that out because it was just like, damn. Like one, you realize that like life is really just not in your hands. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any of those, either of those people, felt like they were done with what they had to do here. You know what I mean? But it was their time. And you said something earlier about you know when you're doing when you you're here to fulfill your purpose you mm -hmm. feel me and it's crazy because like i was telling my homie the same kind of thing like and then even kind of what i what i like my where i'm going with this whole like exercise your brain type thing it's like mm -hmm. it is in a sense of like fulfilling a purpose you hear all these stories of like um people who work for 60 years they retire and then they die you know what I mean? It's because they stopped doing the thing that they were getting up to do all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like retirement is what kills people in a sense. You know what I'm saying? It's because your brain's not working anymore. But just to the point of just to the point of fulfilling your purpose, it's like Nipsey, I'm sure he had more to do, but like what he did, it could be wrapped up in a bow. Like like this is the story. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that story, like where it stopped could be the end of it, dog. Like bro, like bought the block that he used to hustle on and like employed all his homies mm -hmm. had i was dog i was at a fucking like what would you call it like a fucking not a parade but like he was having like a fucking block party mm -hmm. at the marathon store i was there like maybe mm -hmm. two months like he died in april i was there mm -hmm. he died in march, what? March. march late march 
late March. I was there in like February. Like he was he was there. It was like a big ass party in the fucking parking lot of the marathon store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude really like did what everyone's dream. He was there a lot essentially. too. I heard. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was like he really did what you know people would dream about doing and then he was killed right there like mm-hmm. right outside of the store that he built that's it's like a fairy tale bro you know what i'm saying like a hood fairy, fairy tale but like you know what i mean like you can't write no shit like that kobe bryant like literally ended like literally ends his amazing basketball career he was at the game that lebron beat him uh, 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 uh broke his record or T- passed him for third uh, all-time scoring was at that game the night before bro like mm. fucking crazy like you can't like you know it's crazy you fucking storyline you, know, you know why he always he flies everywhere no yeah 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 he flies yeah he's always he's always he said, because of traffic or something yeah traffic but then he said he also can't make it to see his daughter mm-hmm. so that's the whole reason why he flies a lot he wastes time in traffic and stuff like yeah, that so like yeah bro like I, there was somebody was saying like you know what i'm saying like there's probably nobody that's not a pilot that's put in more uh, fucking helicopter miles and hours than Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? So it was not like it was an abnormal thing. It was just like, I don't know, man. It was his time. You know what I'm saying? And that, But that's the, that's the thing, bro. Like, I don't think I've ever been more shocked by news in my life. Oh, like, there's never been a, like, a news story that shocked me more than Kobe Bryant is dead. Like, mm-hmm. I... Like, I, I don't know. Even even when I heard Nipsey Hussle was dead, it's not that like, it's not like I could have saw that coming. But it was like, mm-hmm. damn, that's fucking crazy. But like Kobe, it was like, no, that's not Unexpected. true. Like you know, it was like, no, there's no way that that's true. When I heard it, man, I was I was like, what? Yeah. And I look at the news, and they, man, it, man, TMZ, man, the way they report deaths is really messed up too. Like, how do you figure? Because like, I because I, I know people have been at TMZ, but let, let's get let's get into this because like, I don't think that they do anything wrong. Nah, they do. So like what the way they the way they basically report deaths is very grimy. Like they're they're so in rush to be the first to report it. You know what I'm saying for the clout. And it's not clout; it's their job. They're a news the outlet. Thing, they mess up because they, they, they there were so many stories. They first said Gigi and three of his other daughters. So died. so first, okay, but one okay. said Vanessa died too. Facts, okay. And it was so all over the place. I'm so like, I didn't know what to believe. Okay, so are crazy. we attributing every story that came out after that to TMZ because TMZ didn't say all of these things that like people are people people are saying no no no. So the thing is like once Kobe once the news that Kobe Bryant had died, a bunch of outlets started saying a bunch of things. We're only pointing at TMZ, like as if they're the only news outlet that was saying shit. Like I, like there was, there was, there was other, there was, there was other news outlets saying, like everyone was kind of in a frantic state and everybody was just saying things. I'm not saying that that's okay. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that, like, one, we've built up this culture. Like it's not the news outlets' fault. I'm saying, but it's like we've built up as a society and as and in this digital age that we're in. Like mm-hmm. this is where we are. We've all we can all agree that we've just like all walked ourselves here right Mm -hmm. now that we're in the place that we're in Mm -hmm. it's about who reports first it's not about whose report is the most accurate like that's not the game that we're playing anymore Mm -hmm. it's not it's not even about who's is factual you know it's about what's the most interesting that's not like we're playing a different game as far as reporting it like they're like the way they reported nipsey hustle's death man i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure lauren london's found out about it online before she heard about it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like a lot of people find out about their loved ones dying online before that's what i'm saying i'm saying like that's what i'm saying but what i'm so what i'm saying is like 
are we blaming TMZ because we should be blaming the internet? Like it's the TMZ is on the internet. But you the know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. This is the validity and the sources. Like TMZ, the man. Like TMZ has been bashed on multiple occasions. No facts. No. Yeah, I, listen. So I, no. No. I've I've I've, yeah. I've heard the bashing of TMZ. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is that like I don't really understand the bashing. I really oh. don't because because the thing is like they have a job to do and they're doing their job and we're bashing them for doing the job that we've come to recognize them for doing. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They they report a lot of things first and they report a lot of deaths first mm -hmm. and they and i remember i remember seeing a story i don't know if this is even true but i like i saw this story i mean i didn't read the story i saw the headline of um the creator of tmz harvey uh, levin i think his name is mm -hmm. he said that they got the okay from like kobe's camp to post that um he he was dead you know what i mean oh, okay. so like as far as i mean but also kobe is a public figure bro yeah. like i understand he has a wife and like his wife should know first but like he just he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's in the public eye bro it's not like mm -hmm. i died and someone mm -hmm. didn't tell my mom before they told the internet mm -hmm. it's kobe bryant like he's he's part of all of us you yeah. know what i'm saying like like we Absolutely. we we all like america not even america the world deserves yeah. to know that information if if it's there you know what i mean so like I don't. I don't blame them for posting that at all. Like they did their job, and then even when they and, and when they do that at any point, like that's what like TMZ is in the business of putting out information first. Like that's what we know them to do. It's like it's like it's like uh, me going into a McDonald's and being like, "Dog, why are y'all giving me a cheeseburger?" You know, what I mean? like this is what we do here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like that's I don't know. That's kind of how I see that. Yeah. You seem like you don't agree. I don't know. I'm not even trying to like sway your no, I sway your I, I see opinion, where you're coming but. from, but like at the end of the day, Fox Five Fox Five has had this exact same issue too, where people like news that, outlets. They're news yeah, outlets. There's news a common outlets, thread. You are right. They all, you know, they're always going to do what mm -hmm. they have to do. And then, and but the thing is, we've also built this like society mm -hmm. where it's who's got the, the latest news first. Like that's like mm -hmm. that's where the clout comes from. It's not like TMZ's trying to build clout. It's like. They're doing their job and they get clout from that. You know what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. you got you got you got people reporting wrong news all the time or news that's not factual. It's opinionated. You got people doing this all the time. It's because the audience and the followers have allowed it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. this is just where we are. Where it's like no one's fact like now we like Facebook has to tell you to fact check because people are so okay with sharing stories that are just not true like we're, we're okay with it you know what i'm saying so it's 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 kind of like fucked up to to live one way for a decade mm -hmm. and then when a news outlet continues that line of thinking we be like no that's wrong because it's kobe and we really care about kobe but it's like we we do this all the time you know what mm -hmm. i mean so like sure. I think that's very interesting, but yeah, man, let's 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 move on from that. <laughs> like, like I mean, I, I love talking about that type of stuff because mm. I'm a big Kobe's a big uh, all those guys, one. Malcolm X, uh, Muhammad Ali, absolutely uh, big inspirations. But yeah, I think we could go on for hours if we stayed yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next thing I want to ask you is this is kind of a random random question, mm. but it's something I like to ask folks to see what they say. Mm. If you if you uh, had to attribute yourself to having like a superpower mm -hmm. what, what would you think it would be and I, what i mean by that is just like something that if you look at like your circle of friends or your clique or whatever like what do you do the best out of like anybody else that you know i wish i could read through people man you wish like, you could could get i'm gonna see if you understand this okay right? yeah there's a let me, let me see if i can follow here. um because of the conversation we had off air mm -hmm. right 
and what I told you. Mm-hmm. Being able to, like me wanting to be able to read through people and understand their intentions and mm. what's in their hearts and minds is a power you'd understand I want. Yeah, no, facts. <laughs> and I think, you know what's funny, bro? You know what's funny? No, that's facts. But you know what's funny? I think that's, you don't a, know. You I don't think know. that's something you can cultivate. I do think that's something that you can learn, bro, because I think that's something that I learned. But that's through actions. Like, I, I wish I could just, like, kind of read somebody's mind. Like, you can, oh, you, can re- you can, you can, maybe not their minds. No one's, mm. and I don't even think that would be safe. Like, if I, I a superpower? Okay, yeah. Okay. Reading someone's minds, you would want to know people's thoughts? Yeah, like what that's the. Sc- I would. I literally don't want to know people's thoughts because people think some fucked no, up people shit. People like their intentions for you. Yeah, like yeah, who's facts. Real, who's fake? Yeah, you know? but I do think that's something that you can learn. I think that's something that you can um, like cultivate, bro. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 to me, it's like emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Are you are you familiar with that term? What emotional intelligence? Yes, yes. Okay, so like just like emotional awareness and like kind of being able to uh, touch on people's. Verbal and nonverbal cues. I think that's definitely something that you could work on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I and I, the only reason I say that is because it's literally something that I've worked on. Man, I don't know how you mastered that, bro. But uh, through like reading, through I reading and learning about yourself, bro. Here's the thing: I yeah. read somewhere that emotionally intelligent people they put a pause between action mm-hmm. and reaction. Hundred mm, percent. And that's what makes you emotionally, you know, intelligent. But like it's 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 not it's easier said than done. Hundred percent. Like you you'll you'll see something, but then like you your first instinct is to address it. But then like it takes a real man, a man who's really emotionally intelligent to fall back and just submit to the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And let the moment take precedence and just breathe and understand what just happened and just submit to the moment, breathe and just and think about what you're about to do. Because you will never feel the same way. Yeah. You, like one day you'll be very mad. The next day you won't feel the same. And if you move on your emotions, then you're not it's very ready. interesting you how you put that. Submit to the but moment. Like it's yeah. easier. It's it's really hard. I swear it's really yeah. hard. Yeah. You know I'm what's interesting, bro? That, you know what's interesting, bro? Like literally before you walked in, and Anna, tell me if I'm lying. I literally said to her, the things that are the easiest to do in life, or what? I don't even remember exactly the words that I used. I feel like I, I said it very profoundly. But it was like, it was something along the lines of like, all of the things that are like worth doing for like mm-hmm. personal growth and development are like the hardest things to do. You know what I'm saying? So like when you're saying, you know, it's easier said than done, of course it is. You know what I'm saying? Because like the easy thing to do would be to not even think, it's just to react. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's how people get themselves in fucked up situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All the time. So like, I th- like you're absolutely right. In the sense of like, there's, there's, there's something that you know. Uh, I wouldn't even just say only emotionally intelligent people. Like people that have a certain level of success, I think they have a certain level of like stillness between um, events happening and how they handle that event that just happened. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like you have to be able to kind of like relax and just kind of like calibrate where things are, like where the moment is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think. That's that's a practice, bro. Like you just practice that. Like there's no there's no like, oh, I want to do this and then tomorrow you're better at it. It's like you practice it every day for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it sounds it sounds crazy like, oh, practice every day for the rest of your life. It sounds crazy. But like what's valuable, I think, is that um when you start on the path, it's not going to take you their whole, your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to take you just doing it a little bit, but understanding that like you're you're never going to feel like now I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like now I know how to do it. Like I'm I'm one of the 
self-proclaimed, I guess. I'm like really, I'm a really calm person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it, as far as like getting angry, I can, you, you'll find me in the middle of like a heated conversation, but it's because like I can get heated about like things that I'm talking about in a, in a respectful way, but like you won't really see me like flip out out of anger. You know what I'm saying? But that's because like, that's not the person I want to be portrayed as. You know what I'm saying? That's not the person mm-hmm. I want to be viewed as. It's not because it's not hard for me to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard. It's just I would rather, you know, not be seen as somebody who like barks at people. And I, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather be seen as like, you know, someone who's cordial and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I make the decision to not, you know what I'm saying, lose my cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like it's very, it's very um I think everything worth doing is like worth working towards. And one thing I also like, there's power in time, you know what I mean? And, you know, regardless of how you feel, knowing deep down inside that like this this feeling is going to one day vanish and you're going to be good again and you're going to be doing what you love doing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a good feeling, bro. Knowing that not everything is going to last. Facts. Facts. And man, I can't wait to talk and say, hey, man. Time has ran its course. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, man. Is that was that what you feel like? Because I know you said um, earlier um, that you're not in the best mental space, and you can go like wherever you want to with this. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm not trying to like put you out there or anything mm. like that. But like when when you feel like that, how do? You, but you also said it's crazy because you said literally in the same sentence that you're also happy. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. just I guess I guess kind of like elaborate on like what you mean by that. Like, how could you be experiencing both? Because I I believe it. I do experience both. I, I experience sure. some. I, I experience very down moments, but because of the place that I'm in in my life, I know I'm I'm better equipped with how to handle the down moments. Mm-hmm. So like, I want to know like how do you in your head? How can you exist in both spaces where you're loving life but also like you said not in the best mental space man um man just trying to be as alpha as possible pretty much so trying to be as alpha as possible yeah i've been Mm -hmm. i've been like i pray i do a lot of yoga you know i I hit the gym to relieve stress yeah um i recite a lot of prayers i i i play basketball i i I create art and so on so forth you know i try to keep myself busy but i can't lie man there are moments where we just find ourselves you know, taking a break. Maybe you're walking somewhere, you're on on a lunch break, or you're driving back home from the gym, and you'll catch your mind wandering and drifting somewhere else. And that's yeah. when you want to listen to a podcast, or you want to listen to, you know, read a book or something like that. But there are times where you just can't escape reality, bro. You know, what I mean, there are a lot of people, you know, who don't who want to escape reality. And I realize no drug is gonna numb you, no amount of weed is gonna numb your the back of your brain. You know what I'm saying? Where the memory takes place, you have to learn to defeat. You have to defeat your emotions. And the only way to defeat your emotions is accepting and embracing how you feel at the moment and not letting the world see it. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and this is very toxic and poisonous, but I'm learning how to bottle my emotions. Like I'm, I'm, I'm finding it a lot, you know what I mean, easier to bottle myself. Like, you know, I'll see something I don't like, but I'm not going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Reason why is because I, I, don't, I don't want people to really feel like they can get a reaction out of me. Now, with the knowledge I have and the resources and the experiences I've been through, I realize, man, when people see how how what can trigger you, they'll only use it against you. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was gonna say, is it bottling your emotions, or is it just like you internally dealing with them? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, dealing yeah. with it, but I'm not showing it to the person. Yes, Back in yeah. the day, man, I'd crumble. 
I'd yeah. crumble like a little, like a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I crumble, bro. I'll be really. Not facts. I, was, I get when it. I was younger. I was a lot more emotionally, you know what I'm saying, immature mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I know how I felt all the time. Sometimes I, I react on instinct, and I'm a human being, bro. I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it is what it is. Sometimes, right now, what I'm working on is emotional intelligence, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, even with my family, I'm, a, you know, someone's gonna violate my space. I'm not gonna react. You know. I'm, I, I calm down. I try to, in the bat on the basketball court, I'm always trying to keep my calm. Because if someone can get you out of your character, they have power over mm-hmm. you. You know, power is a man who can maintain his emotions. That's real power. Mm-hmm. Being able to bottle your emotions, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, if, if, like, Kawhi Leonard, man, I'm scared of Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I have never met him. If I'm playing basketball with him, I'd be like, damn, this guy has no, you'll never catch him arguing with refs. You'll never catch him squabbling and squirming with other basketball players. He's there to get buckets and he's out that door, yeah. out the locker room, back to his kids and his wife. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to become a cold man, man. Like, just trying to become cold. Yeah. You know, because when you express yourself too much, you only put yourself in positions where people could take advantage of you. That's yeah. all. That's always what's going to happen. So, when you learn that, when you understand that dynamic, then you're like, okay, now it's kind of different. Now I should, you know what I'm saying? move a lot differently now i you know there's certain conversations you just have got to have with god yeah you know what i'm saying so that's one thing i learned right now that's one thing i'm practicing till this day yeah uh, i'm not perfect at it you know there have been times where i blew things out of proportion where i went oh yeah you know and and, and people are like ha, look at it ah little bitch i got him you know what i'm saying like that, that that happens to me anger resortment you know what i'm saying um lack of patience things like that happen to me man and, and i'm human but you know that's facts, bro. I, I definitely resonate with everything that you just said because I um so I've been studying like stoic philosophy uh a lot lately. Are you familiar with stoicism and what that is? So basically no. what it is is like um it's basically like not being too high, too low. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's managing it's literally like you said, managing your emotions in the sense of uh you're never too happy or too sad. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's it's really keeping that even keel. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's literally based on a lot of the principles that you just said. Like, real power comes in, mani- like, controlling yourself. You know what I'm saying? Having, not relinquishing the control that you have over your own self. Like, there's so many things in life that, like, we're subject to that we don't have control over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is one thing that every single person has control over, and it's their own self. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, it's their own self. People give up that control all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, literally, Stoic philosophy is about, like, maintaining that control over yourself. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? It's, uh, you know, they tell stories about, like, you know, how you can have somebody like Nelson Mandela... Mm-hmm. be imprisoned wrongfully or whatever i don't really know his story but like he, he how he can go through what he went through mm-hmm. and not hold resentment for the people who put him through that you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. and things like that it's it's just it's a very powerful practice you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but it's literally it's literally why i like i said like I, why i feel like I'm, I'm i'm someone who never gets too high too low like i really uh-huh. pride myself on staying calm and it's crazy because like even in business bro like I, I'm I'm always realizing. So I, I run a I run a family um, healthcare company. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 working with my family every day, mm-hmm. and 
it's funny how like they look at me as like the person who has no emotions. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I have no emotions. It's just that like I, I keep them in check. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. nothing that anyone can really tell me that's going to like really floor me because I really expect the worst out of people anyway. And it's not be it's not like a out of a trying to like make it's not like anything like negative it's not from a negative standpoint it's just from a realistic standpoint Uh you know what i'm saying it's like your experiences in life yeah it's like it's it's more realistic to just like expect the worst and be surprised by something good Mm -hmm. than it is to expect something good and be disappointed by you know uh something not happening how you wanted it to you know what i mean mm. so things like that is just like it's, it's it's part of my makeup now you know what i'm saying but the, but the reason why it's stuck for me is because i've seen the benefits of it you know what i mean mm. like i feel more at peace when when i operate in this way you know what i mean so Absolutely. it kind of it kind of stays like that but yeah like you said it's not bottling up your emotions for me it's being in control of them not being subject to them you know what i mean mm-hmm. i gotta learn how to do that man that's it is it is a learning thing Absolutely. It's a learning thing, but honestly, but honestly, bro, something that I that's like optimistic, at least for me, when I hear you talk, is that mm-hmm. you, you think about these things because that's literally the first. But bro, when I tell you, bro, like the the fact that you're thinking about it is like literally step one and two. You know what I'm saying? Because like people don't even realize that they have an issue. You know what I'm saying? Like they mm-hmm. they go people go people literally go through life every day thinking that everyone else is the problem in their life you know what i'm saying like no one even knows you have a problem but you how can everyone else be the problem you know what i'm saying like the problem is yours you know what i'm saying people don't even so like the first like my first bro when um so like again going back to like my heartbreak situation i feel like i've been talking about this a lot lately on mm-hmm. wax but fuck it this is how i got here mm-hmm. fucking in the, in that situation like the first step was realizing like I'm gonna have to dig myself out of this. You know what I'm saying? Like no one's gonna dig me out of this. Like no, no one. Uh, if I if I do desire to get out of this, like I keep telling myself I do, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to be the one to dig myself up out of this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know where to start, but like that was the first realization. And having that realization then starts to open your mind to possibilities and options because when you when you when you don't think you're the problem, you don't mm-hmm. think you need to look for a solution. You know what I'm saying? You you keep screaming at everybody else to change, mm-hmm. but you're then, again, subject to what that person decides to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you take the ownership over yourself, then you have the control of like how, how we get through this. Either I can get up and do something or I can stay where I'm at, but like the choice is mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But again, the realization is the first part. A lot of people don't even realize that there's an issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that you can... Um, Again, it's not about solving it, but the fact that the the fact that you can identify that something there is not right within uh-huh. you is like the first part. You know what I mean? Do you think about anything about that? Yeah, I mean, submitting to the moment, as we you know, as I said earlier. But like, you gotta understand, like, it's easy for me. It's easy to say these things, but it's harder for me to implement them, mm-hmm. man. Because like, it's like some people just know how to get in your brain, man. Some mm-hmm. people are just undefeated. I yeah. can't lie. Like, they know what to trick. Like, and that's like the thing. Like, when you put yourself in situations, like, I, I feel as if I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, like anybody who was able to take advantage of me it was because of me. Because of you? It was because of you. Hundred percent. I don't even know I don't even know the situation that I could yeah. tell you is because of you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's funny because like never, I don't the person yeah. is never if someone ever takes advantage of you, it's not it's not it's not their fault. They're it's trying to they're they're being a human being. They're trying yeah. to see what they can get. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what just that's what like you go to a store, you try to you say you say you try to haggle, you try to see like what you, that's you're being a 
human being looking out for yourself. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So when people do that to you, you have to be the human being of your own life, look out for mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. and decide whether you're being taken advantage of or not. You Man, know what I'm saying? I can't lie. It's it's what it is, but like that's just life. When you let people take advantage of you, mm-hmm. it's got anybody who's ever taken advantage of me, you know. I, I let that happen. I have. I, they don't have to apologize to me. It's my fault. Yeah. I let that. Happen. It's funny because like these yeah. days, these days, bro, I don't feel like I can be taken advantage of. Like That's, no one can take advantage of me because anything that I get, anything that I give, any if if I'm giving, it's because I have it to give. You know what I'm saying? I'm not expecting. Again, like I said, I expect the worst out of people. I'm not expecting anything in return out of anybody. And like, I'm really trying to build a life that's super self-sustained. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like kind of something that I pride myself pride myself on is like not necessarily needing anybody. Of course, I love like people in my life and like I value uh, close relationships and like friendships and stuff like that. But I'm not like dependent on it how I used to be. Like literally, like my self-worth is depending on like if you pull up to pull up for me or not you know what i'm saying whereas like it's not the case anymore and but but the thing about it is like how i know i'm really comfortable in that is that it doesn't it's not sacrificed through me doing things for people you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. it's not like i've turned cold in the sense of oh now i'm not asking you for anything so you better not ask me for anything nah like i'll still do whatever i can for people that i care about like literally anything that i can do to help someone that i care about like and i'm doing this on a consistent basis i make content for all my friends like Mm -hmm. just because i want to see them like live their dream you know what i'm saying for no other reason than that like Mm -hmm. i like it it's it's simple like it's as simple as that you know what i'm saying and i don't feel like i'm and people be telling me like oh like you're being taken advantage of how how can i be taken advantage of if i don't think i'm being taken advantage of you know what i'm saying like i i, I get fulfilled by doing things for people and not expecting anything but out of return crazy part after after all is said and done people realize what they've done you know mm. yes that's 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 the but one thing in a good way or a bad way because i think mm. like like my th- my friends threw me a surprise birthday party this year mm-hmm. to I guess to thank me for all the things that I do for you know what I'm saying so it's like no in a good way like when, when no when someone takes advantage of you in a bad way mm-hmm. you know they realize what they've done oh yeah 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 like yeah, yeah. people will do things to push you away yeah just to test your boundaries to test your limits and stuff like that and regardless of how many times yeah. you put your foot down I don't right? play those games with people dog <laughs> like I don't play those games with people but like to me it's like to me like the separation for me is like real but it's again it's because you know I'm okay with myself. I don't need like I don't need that bullshit. You know what I mean? Like if you're on that bullshit, I don't need that, and I don't need you in my life with that shit. So like mm-hmm. if that's what you're about, I'm a completely okay with like staying to myself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's just like if that's what you're about. If mm-hmm. you're not, and I'm also like it's crazy because I feel like even as I'm hearing myself say these things, it sounds like I'm super detached. But no, I have like very valuable friendships. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think my friends would say that like. We're there for each other. It's but it's like no, there's no manipulation. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no like bullshit attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit is just like it's not healthy for anybody. You know what I'm absolutely. saying? Absolutely. And I think, but you're absolutely right. People will do that. But the thing is, bro, to a degree, I believe that people treat us how we allow them to. You know what I'm saying? If we allow you to treat us a certain way, you're gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? If we, again, and. I remember, I remember um, kind of having this energy in a conversation with a homie of mine, mm-hmm. and she thought I was like threatening to like end the friendship. It's like I'm not threatening mm-hmm. anything. It's like 
It's I just don't. Shit. Yeah, it's just like it is That's what it is. Shit. Like I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't want to do this. This isn't what a healthy friendship looks like to me. You know what I'm saying? So like, if we don't have a healthy friendship, then we don't need to have a friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, do, is that so? I, I, I want to ask, like, because I think this is something that a lot of people go through. You know what That's I'm saying? Um, like, I've gone through this before, and I'm sure I will continue to go through it as I live my life. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I want to know, like, what are like, how do how do you navigate something like that? Like, say you're literally in the situation. What's going through your mind? Like, what's what's most important to you? I guess, man. For me. Man, I, I got battles, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not, I'm not really the most sound person when it comes to my emotions. But um, there have been so many times where I try to maintain myself, man. I try to maintain my composure, but it hasn't worked. But I realized when I started, why pausing, you think it hasn't worked? Like why you th- why, because, why you think it like, doesn't man, work? Like I've been in situations, man. Like well, people like somebody knows what they're doing, and they're just gonna continue to do it and continue to do it, and then and then you know it's crazy. Like I don't know if you ever heard of nar- what a narcissistic personality disorder yes. is. But Absolutely. like I, I know people that I used to be friends with people with personality disorders and and they would feel the need to like churn things on me mm-hmm. when it's clearly their fault. Mm-hmm. You know, their fuck ups in life are all of a sudden my fault. They'd ask me for my advice. But you take my advice at your risk. If it doesn't work 100%. out for you. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, That's absolutely true. When it doesn't work out, it's now all of a sudden your fault and now yeah. you're responsible for their misery. People will try to put their problems and their insecurities on you. hundred percent. And that sends me to a place of no return. And it's like. Wait, you get like, that, that, that makes you mad. Me. Yeah. Oh, okay, Cause okay, like, okay. how do you, what? Like, how dare you see it? How, how dare you not see it my way? You know? And it's kind of like, for me in my mind, it's like, man, like I had one of my friends, bro. Like, it's like when someone's like, you can't violate people. And then dictate how they react. It's like me. Oh slapping. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's like me slapping somebody and saying, "Bro, don't get mad. Yeah, chill, yeah. Chill. You can't yeah. tell me to chill. You slap. You know what I'm saying? That's like once it's it been is. put on the table, you are out. Of, you have no control over the reaction that ensues. Exactly. You know That's what I'm saying? Like for me, it's it's not even about reaction. It's about proaction. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to ignore and and, and stay away from the drama, man. Man, I'm trying to be successful in this life, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like when I see people talking, man, people talk shit about me all the time, bro. I, I I have the amount of times I hear rumors about myself mm-hmm. is ridiculous, bro. And at this point in my life, I just take in all the hate. I yeah. soak it all up. You know what I'm saying? Take it on the chin and just use that as motivation to pursue my purpose. Mm-hmm. Because man, sitting somewhere worrying about what people think of you, what people got to say about you, man, that's just gonna waste your time. Yeah, that's gonna take from your life. That's gonna take from your peace. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's gonna take from everything you got going on, bro. Like I'm, I'm I used to lose hours of sleep over some bullshit. Bro. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, who? How significant is this person to me for me to be? You know what I'm saying? Like. You, you feel what I'm saying, bro? That's like, and that's like, the no. That's the people, that's the key. People will try to fuck you over and then try to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? This is your fault. And then years later, try to come back around. You know, like, man, I don't got time for that, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm gonna die one day. Imagine spending your brightest and youngest years bickering and arguing. Like, you know what I'm saying, bro? I got I got a bag to chase. I got to go. I got things I got to get. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep this. You said 100 percent the right thing about like the significance of the person themselves like mm-hmm. i've that's something that i had to like start asking myself like these people that have these kind of like influences on me or holds on me like how significant are they to the mission you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. and, and but the thing is when you don't have a mission mm-hmm. then everyone's significant because like you just knowing them is important to you you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the thing is something that i realized and this is gonna sound crazy i feel like I val- <laughs> let me caveat this by saying I do value every single person that's in my life, right? Mm. But like ever since I've like found or figured out or 
had a better understanding of like what my purpose here is, at least for in this moment. You know what I'm saying? And I always say that like my purpose in this moment, because I don't know if my interests are going to change in like three years, four years, five years, six years. In this moment, I know what I'm trying to accomplish. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know um, I, I see I, I, I see kind of a path of how to get there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like tunnel vision on that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I imagine I'm on a bus and like anyone that wants to be on the bus can be. But like the moment you start trying to like reroute the bus or like deter the bus or like distract the driver from driving the bus, like mm -hmm. gotta kick you off. You know what I'm saying? I gotta kick you off that joint, dog. Especially yeah. if you're not like helping navigate the shit. If you're not helping like move the shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're just mm -hmm. on it, riding. Mm -hmm. And you're just like fucking around. I gotta kick you off, dog. Like you know what I'm saying. Be it's, but it's because I'm on like a very specific. You know what I'm saying. I'm on a very specific mission, and, and you can't be like nurturing toxic relationships and keeping like a healthy mental that's needed to pursue mm -hmm. the types of things that we're talking about. Like even something that I really like, I realized too, is like some of these, um, some of these uh, like high performing people that we talked about before like something that's important is like the people that they kept around them mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you hear a lot about in the you, at least when i was listening to a lot of nipsey's interviews he's always talking about like he's got like a lot of like Just monsters song. on his team you know what i'm saying like a lot of his team a lot of the people like that are around him are like just as like determined as he is he's just the most popular one you know what i'm saying so we so we know about him but like he he's always crediting how like hard working they are you know what i'm saying like kobe he's you know what i'm saying he's we've we we heard you know at his funeral and like all the stories after the fact like of all the greats he used to keep in regular contact with you know what i'm saying and then even the teams that he had that weren't as good how like he used to like not be buddy buddy with those guys like yo like he's either trying to get them better or it's like bro like you can leave you know what i'm saying like we're on a we're on a mission here that's the thing like people be people don't be on missions you know what i'm saying they just they're just wisping through life mm -hmm. and like their their excitement in life so like my excitement in life is like accomplishing a goal mm -hmm. or like getting closer to you know what i'm saying something that like i have that i want to accomplish that's that's what like excites me bro mm -hmm. i literally know people and i see people i see it all the time i get on twitter once and i see it all the time people people live for like drama and like starting shit and like talking shit like like the same way i get super pumped about accomplishing something people get super pumped about like a tweet that goes viral that's like a put down to someone else you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, it's very interesting. Like, people are just on different, different they're on different time. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, bro. Like, sometimes, man, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard ignoring things, bro. But, like, you got to understand, like, patience to me is, like, understanding that every storm will be preceded by sunshine and rainbow. Mm, you know 100%. I mean? And I think of that. And I think of that. I'm like, one day, I'm going to look back at all this and just laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I used to trip off that. Man, remember those days? Hey, remember that, remember that girl? Or remember that guy? Hundred percent. Remember that one time I got fired and I was, I was tripping. Up. You know what I'm saying? These the, the moments of hardship, just man, it's 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 needed in life. I yeah. can't lie. It sucks. I'll be real with you, bro. When you're going through it, it's not it's not something you like. But I'm thankful for it because I know I'm gonna use the pain, whatever my situation caused me, for something far greater than that. Yeah, I, I feel I I see myself on a billboard somewhere in New York one day, bro. 
for real. Like, yeah. I really think I'm. I really think I'm gonna be the. Shit. I hope that happens for you, bro. And I, and what's funny, bro, is that you doubt you. You gotta believe it first Absolutely. before anyone else does. You got to. Bro. So like for you saying day. that, I'm like, yeah, that's hard. That's, I love that. Me, you know what I'm saying, like, bro? Like I have visions and inspirations to become the greatest, the greatest thing possible. Yeah, man. Anybody who's ever looked down on me, I swear to God, will one day be like, wow. Facts. I remember it's, that's the fuel, bro. And credit. it's funny because I, I feel like heartbreak and like not even just heartbreak, but like, and I don't mean like re- just relationship heartbreak. I mean, just like rock bottom or whatever that is for you or any kind of like major setback in one's life. To me, that's always the make or break point. Always. It's always like this is either going to be the thing that turns your whole life around for the better or it's going to be the thing that turns your whole life around for worse. You know what I'm saying? Like we talked about some people. I don't remember if it was on air or off air, but we talked about some of these like public figures who rose to the top and then fell. Like you have you have so many people that fall down and they stay there, bro. Like they stay there or they like. They just keep falling. The, 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 the fall never stops. You know what I'm saying? But like you also have people who they go through something traumatic or something terrible. And that's like the catalyst for them like turning their whole shit around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like I'm a very big believer in like pain is not to be like masked. It's to be internalized and used as fuel to like propel you to do like the thing that you're really supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like. You need that chip on your shoulder to really do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a chip on my shoulder for why I started doing this shit. And then now it's built up so much momentum that, like, now I just am doing it just to see how far I can go. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you got to your entire life with a chip on your shoulder. Like, yeah, but the thing is, I'm, I'm finding new chips. You know what I'm saying? I'm finding mm-hmm. new chips. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just got turned down for a job that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, now I'm like, fuck it. Like, they're going to see me too. You know what I'm saying? The same way I was like, my ex is going to see me. Mm-hmm. These niggas are going to see my shit too. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's all. It's always a new. Ch- I'm always finding a new chip. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So like, that's Absolutely. very interesting. But yeah, man, this has been a dope conversation. I definitely Absolutely, want to be respectful bro. of love your time, not keep you here all night. Love so we're gonna bro. get ready to wrap up. But I did, I got a couple more questions I want to ask you, man. Mm. Um, this is something I like to ask pe- people uh, from time to time. If you had to think about like a character, uh, whether it's fictional from a book, movie, TV show, whatever character that you really resonate with, who who, who would one be? Man, that's a good question. Squidward. Squidward? <laughs> yeah, Squidward from SpongeBob, bro. That man is an adult. You yeah. don't like drama? Oh, yeah, he yeah, puts yeah. his arms in at the shop. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Right back to the yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then you see SpongeBob and Patrick annoying him on the lawn. You know Trying to get into some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, like, I feel as if Squidward lives mm. like a real grown adult life. You know? That's very in line with what we've been talking about, too. Yeah, that's very in line. And that's very... Squidward ain't with the shit. So like, random, nah. a busy, busy guy. Like, Hell, yeah. I love Squidward as, as an actor. Like, as a cartoon character, yeah. Squidward is my favorite. Like... Like, I was that one kid in my family, like, man, everybody's screaming, I'm just trying to get some sleep. Or, That's me. I'm playing basketball, and all people are calling me, or, you know, I'm I'm, I'm doing something, like, homework, and people are bothering me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I always wanted peace. And, yeah, and, and That's me, bro. I keep my phone on, I keep my phone on Do Not Disturb, and it, like, mm-hmm. really bothers people. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, don't hit me unless you, like, absolutely need me. And if you absolutely need me, then, like, it'll ring, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like... If you just gotta, you know, I don't know. I just don't. I, I like to focus on work. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? In the very same way. So it's like I need to be like. I, I just don't like the little distractions of the buzz. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the, in this day and age, like everyone is a phone call or a text away. So it's like people take a take advantage of that. People really abuse that. Like, mm-hmm. hey Mac, what was that restaurant where we went to? Like, dog, stop. You know, <laughs> like I'm I'm in the middle of you know. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, sure. yeah. Uh, 
if you if you had a billboard that you could put a message on um, to get to the masses, what what would you put on that billboard? Focus on your purpose, man. You're here for a reason, you know. And you know, the, I, I said this before, but the time you spend on this earth is is the time you should be creating your legacy. You know how you want your story to end. What do you want people to take from your life? What lessons do you want people to take from you? That's that's what we live for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody in history has had a lesson, you know, taken from their life. I want people to look back at my life and be like, man, I got, I'm learning this from the homie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is what my bro stood for. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's something yeah. that's big to me, bro. So, Facts. Like, and you're a young dude, bro. Yourself. You're, would yeah. you say 24, 25? It's 24, 20, 25. 24. Yeah. So you are, you're a very young dude. Mm-hmm. Your story is still being mm-hmm. written. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have a unique opportunity to just like right here. Yeah. Uh, tell me, like, what if, like, what would you want people to look back on your life? Assume you've lived it. Assume you're ninety years old. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? What would you want um, people to look on your life and see or read? You know what I mean? Man, Abdi was a man who was just resilient. He was very aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Was always trying to make it to the top. You know, bro, I mean, I wake up 5 a.m. every single day. I pray and I hit the books. You know what I'm saying? Every day I wake up, man, and, and this is crazy. I, 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 I cook myself a pot of coffee. Man, man, I get to the books. You know what I'm saying? Well, what's my next move? What am I going to do next? You know, right now I'm working, but we're all working. Mm-hmm. We all got a bag. Right now <clears throat> I'm paying back student loans, but after student loans, my next move is getting into real estate. Mm-hmm. I'm investing some money to buy some property. And I want to be able to flip property. I want to get into real estate and really get into generational wealth. I see a future there. You know what I'm saying? I, feel, I see a future and I see a form of income in my artwork. You know what I mean? And, 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 and the pictures I'm selling. I'm going to be selling real soon. Laying the foundations. Yeah, I see so many forms of income. And I'm really excited, man. I swear to God, bro. Sometimes I just, man, I just burst out in tears of joy. Bro, bro I feel that. Future I feel that, bro, because you know it starts I mean? to so, feel tangible, right? Yeah, because I just, I, man, I just be like sitting somewhere like, man, oh my. God, bro, I'm, I'm gonna make it to the top one day. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I want to do it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it's yeah. like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I really value patience and I understand mm, it. Sure. But it's like when you can really taste some shit, bro. Like bro. it's like, damn. Like I know it. I see it in my head. I yeah. want to start doing it. You know what Absolutely. I mean? But it's like you got to take the baby steps. I'm going through that right now because there's some projects I want to do. And literally between, so you were talking about like being up all night, and I was literally thinking that as you were saying that I was like, dog, like last night I did not sleep, and it was because i just was playing out this kind of like idea i have for my brand like in my head all night and it mm-hmm. trickled into today whereas like this is all i've been thinking about for the last like 18 hours you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's so clear in my head that i'm like i i wish i could start this tomorrow you know what i'm saying but like i still have to like put pieces in place and like continue to do what i'm doing you know what i'm saying to build my um credibility just to build the things that i need to absolutely um but it's like man when you but that's the thing back to your i guess your message on the billboard about purpose Mm -hmm. like that's the thing bro like when you find it every day is an exciting day because you get to like work towards it you know what i'm saying like you get to work like i get to you wake up at five i wake up at five o'clock in the morning every day too you know what i'm saying sometimes i wake up like four four thirty and i just like get I, I like i'm excited to get out of bed now yeah i used to like 
lay it. I used because I've always had like trouble sleeping. So like I used to kind of like roll around in bed until like nine o'clock. You know what I'm saying? But like now I wake up at 430. I'm out of my bed at 430. Or if I wake up at five, I'm out of my bed at five because it's like I want to start like my day. You know what I'm saying? I want to start implementing things. I want to start, you know what I'm saying? So like. I feel that 100%. And I'm really excited to see, like, how you, you know what I'm saying? Likewise for you, bro. How you, you know what I'm saying, flourish. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that, bro. Absolutely, bro. We Um, both are destined for greatness. I I do believe that. I really do believe that. Um, Sure. Last thing, man. Let people know where where they can find you, where they can keep up with your work and all that type of stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not on Facebook anymore. I permanently deleted Facebook. Um, but <laughs> too I'm much on, shit talk. Nah, Facebook is kind of old to me. You okay, know what I mean it's kind of legacy. But it's the uh, audience out there, bro. I'm starting. It's crazy. I'm barely on it. Every time I go up there, it's like six new likes for Nation Entertainment. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't really. Yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah. For artwork, I mean, I'm on Tumblr. He is Abdi. Okay. Oh yeah. He's okay. Abdi. Um, I'm he is Abdi on Twitter. He is Abdi on Instagram. I am working on my website real soon. I should have a release date, and hopefully in the next two weeks. Okay. Um. But yeah, heisavdi.com should be live. And, Lit. You know, sometime mid March. Lit, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna be selling these frames and hopefully getting these, getting getting this money, man. Getting yeah. Getting back. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. Um, Absolutely. Again, man, I appreciate you for coming through. I appreciate Thank you, for you making me. the time. Thank you for having me, bro. And um, yeah, man, continue Love. to continue to do your thing, bro. Appreciate you. What's good, folks? This is Mech again. Uh, before we go, I just want to thank you again for listening to um, this episode of This A Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please let me know. Hit me up on any of the social media channels at itsnation.com. That's at itsnation.com, D-O-T-C-O-M spelled out. Hit me up there. Let me know how you felt about this. If anything in this episode resonated with you definitely save it listen to it again um i do that with podcasts all the time share this you know what i'm saying let your let your homies know about it again check out everything that we got on itsnation.com and we really got a talented team putting dope content together on there and again if you are interested in getting your podcast off the ground or uh, chopping it up about podcast ideas you know what i'm saying you want your voice to be heard anything like that hit me up uh, this a podcast at gmail.com that's this a podcast at gmail.com and we can definitely rap about it uh, but again man thanks I appreciate you guys for fucking with the brand